What's up guys, it's your girl Misha here and welcome back to Stroking It to Your Highest Podcast. And so today we are just going to talk a little bit and about just the whole stroke process that I went through. I don't want to just jump into like strategies of living your highest because there's people that may be listening that may uh, just got had a stroke or in recovery very new within six months or less that are listening to these recordings in search of finding somebody that they can relate to as they lay in their bed listening to this or they're listening to it as they're working out in recovery, etc. So I just want to go back to April when I had my stroke of 2021. So it was a weekend. And so I um, woke up on a Sunday morning and I was weak. And I was weak on my right side as if I had slept on that side too much. And it needed to, you know, regain its um, the blood flow or whatnot, the tingling, shall I say, when your limbs go sleep and you wait for that tingling feeling to come back. And so um, I noticed that it was not happening. I laid in bed Saturday the whole day, the whole 24 hours. And um, later on that night, I noticed I was really weak when I went to use the restroom. Kind of like had to catch myself from falling. And so I told my son, I said, you know, if it doesn't, if the feeling doesn't get better um, in the morning, then I'm going to go to the hospital. And so fast forward to Sunday morning, like 6.30 in the morning. And I went to the bathroom and it was worse. Like I literally, my son had to help. Like he caught me right before I guess I had to catch myself. And um, I went on to the hospital and immediately um, I was put in the back. That's when the stroke symptoms really started hitting me because they sent me to the bathroom to give a specimen of urine. I could not get that specimen of urine. I waste urine everywhere. It's like my weakness started literally deteriorating in front of my eyes. I was able to like slide to the bath, like get to the bathroom. I was sliding back like with every strength that I had. Um, and that's when I knew, okay, something wrong. Something is really going on. Cause like I'm getting very weak. Anyways, they get me to the back. Uh, to up to the stroke because they are uh, the symptoms that I had off top they were like yeah you have a stroke symptoms and so they got me to the stroke unit and then they started running tests and I had they did the MRI and I did have a stroke I had a large stroke at that but um they just couldn't understand why they did all this blood work and I didn't have any for sure signs uh, to tell them why I had a stroke at 38 years old. So here I am sitting up there and I'm, I have a team of people around me that are really clueless. So, and I had to stay on the stroke unit in the hospital for a week. And in that week, they put me on steroids because me back up a little bit. By the time I got up to my room, my right side was completely gone. There was nothing I couldn't do anything. Um, so immediately they put me on steroids. The steroids started working 
um, I can say it started working within 24 hours because I was able to kind of like wiggle my fingers a little bit, but no big action. Um, so yeah, they were sending in their occupational therapist and, and they were constantly sending me to get tests because they wanted to test everything. I think I had a total of four MRIs um, by the time I left the hospital because they just couldn't understand. Um, it was the clot, but where did the clot come from? Did I have a heart issue? What's going on? They thought I had multiple sclerosis. They test for that. They test all up and down my spine. I don't know what other tests they have, but um, they did, but they did everything to try to rule out what caused this stroke. The only abnormal thing that raised questions was my platelets were through the roof and my blood and hemoglobin was out of here. Like I had no blood and my vitamin D was extremely low. So I was out of vitamin D, no iron, blood was extremely low. Um, I think then they gave me a bag of iron or blood. I'm not sure because it was so early on. I think they could have gave me blood and iron or one or the other. Um, yeah, so I went through that. And the first thing that I noticed was denial, right? I was in denial. I just couldn't, I was in denial like this is happening to me. It was like an out of body experience. Like, you know, I guess you know it's happening, but you're not present. I don't, I can't explain it. But anytime somebody asks me, like, how did, how did you get through it? How did you feel? How did you feel? I can't really answer that. It was an out-of-body experience that I knew I was experiencing, but I wasn't experiencing it. If that makes sense, it felt like I was watching a movie of myself that I was in. But I was in such big denial. Um because I thought, okay, I've been here a week, I can go home. And I hadn't even begun my journey to recovery. I just assumed, because I used to be a CNA, I've helped plenty of people transfer, bathe, I've cleaned, I've cleaned people in beds, I've changed occupied beds. Before <laughs> I got so confident, I had a reckoning. It was really my bottom, my, like, Hello, yeah, you did have a stroke. So I thought I can make my way to turn off the lights to my room. And so I'm like, I could just, you know, hobble over there and get it and get back to my bed. The moment I hit the floor, I hit the floor. Like the moment my feet hit the floor, I went down and I just eased myself down onto the floor. Um, and that's when I realized I can't walk. I can't walk, I can't do anything on this right side. I can't, I, I try so hard guys, just visualize being on a floor, a cold floor, and no matter what you are doing, you cannot get up. I tried, I tried, but my right side was not listening to me at all it was straight dead so i'm like trying to pull on my lunch tray trying to like pull myself up i didn't have the strength so i eventually gave up and i just laid there laid there on the cold floor and i'm just like somebody will come in here and i just laid there and eventually my aide came through and he he hurried up and got me up in the bed and of course they put me on a um alarm on my bed because they thought that i was going to continue to do that but i wasn't that was my wake-up call 
if I needed to know, um, am I really going through this? That was like the shook that really like slapped me in the face while I was in the hospital um, to make me decide, okay, you need real recovery because you really just had a stroke, girl. Like you, I'm so used to being strong, so used to not really being sick and all of that. So I really was a hard pill for me to swallow. It was so hard that they had to call, you know, their caseworkers in to like influence me to leave the hospital when I leave the hospital to go to a rehab because I thought I can do it. I'm like, I'm good. You know, I know how to pivot. I could pivot to my bedside commode, pivot to my wheelchair. Like I was like, I can do this. And they was like, no, you're too young. And that's when I got introduced to neuroplasticity and they explained it to me. The sooner you start your recovery um, with physical therapy, the sooner you'll start creating neuro, new neural pathways for you to eventually walk again. If you do this now, you can um, have your chances of walking and getting your um, arms and your whole right side back very quick. Um, and so after, you know, not being stubborn anymore, understanding that I really had something big has happened to me. I have to sit back and listen to the instructions in order to get myself back right. And so I agreed. And then that began my journey to the rehab facility where I stayed for another three, almost four weeks until I was released to come back home. And now I'm here. So it is a long journey, but it was a quick journey because all of this happened. Um, I was in the hospital a month. So between the hospital and rehab, that's a total of a month. I was back walking without a cane at all or even my brace in three months. So it came from having a definite goal, like a desire and a goal and visual. And, and I just was on fire every single day, you know, doing what I was supposed to do. Um, I was creating those neural pathways and they were firing off, honey. Every day I was, something new was happening when the doctor was to come in. I was getting, reclaiming my strength every single day. And I just want to reach back and talk and remember those times as I create this podcast, as I share my journey to my happiness where I'm at now I'm in a such a such a better place but it took a while to get here and I know there are people that are there now you know and so I understand and so I, that's the reason why I went back and talked about this this is at the very very beginning when you have something like this happen and you you gotta catch up with your brain you gotta catch up with what's happening and that's what happened with me at the beginning I was in denial from the moment I woke up in my home. I stayed there a whole 24 hours, which worked against me because me staying home instead of going straight to the emergency room Saturday uh, caused my stroke to get bigger in the, the swelling on the brain. And that what that is what caused my right side perilous because I went straight to the hospital. They could have been able to probably stop or um, make the stop the swelling from even, even beginning you know, or whatever they do to help, you know, when you're in the process of having a stroke. I could have helped myself, um, but I was in denial at first. 
And I tell anybody, if you have any symptoms, and I know better, like I said, I'm in healthcare, you know? So I do know the seriousness of a stroke, but again, you don't think anything like that will happen to you. But I'm here to tell you, no matter how old you are, um, your race, your sex, you can. So, you know, make sure you take care of yourself. You know, you are the number one person that's going to, like, benefit you like without you you can't do nothing you can dream you can wish you can love on everybody you can take care of everybody but once you're exhausted there is nothing else so I learned the hard way to take care of myself and that's what I just want to remind anybody that may be listening that never had a stroke never think you can't have a stroke or it might not be a stroke it could be something else just take care of yourself Stay on your laps, me being anemic for 10 plus years, playing with myself, not taking my iron pills. You know, I had a drawer full of iron pills when I had that stroke that my doctors had prescribed to me previously. And me just not taking them, not putting myself first, my health, you know, thinking that you're going to be strong all the time. You're going to be go, go, go all the time. And your body will say no. To this day, I still don't have a definite reason why I had the stroke, no more than to use it as a um, a teaching, teaching moment for myself because I did come back so strong. I can look back on that and um, always be grateful for where I'm at and remember to take things slowly and, and love myself and take care of myself, you know, and I just want to share that with you. I hope this helps. And if you have any questions, just go ahead, follow me on all of my socials. It is the same name, stroking it to your highest. Again, I want to say thank you for taking the time to listen, and I will see you guys in my next one. Oh yeah, and happy new year.